Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, listeners. Ever wonder what it would be like to sell everything and travel the country at the tender age of 50? Well, with our last kid off to college and the ability to now work remotely, we've decided to do just that. So we're selling the house, loading up the dog, and hitting every city from California to Florida. We're scouring the country for a new place to call home and dragging you into every restaurant, Airbnb, and tourist trap we encounter along the way. This is the Skip Town All-Stars Podcast. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. We are starting a new adventure in our lives. We're glad you are here for the ride with us, the literal ride. We're going to take a lot of rides, hence the name Skip Town. We want to be all-stars. We think we're pretty good at it so far. We'll see how good we are once we actually hit the road. Our story, in a nutshell, is uh, we are about to be empty nesters in the next several weeks. To tell you a little bit more about ourselves, I'm going to let my wife, Denise, start us off. Hi, I'm Denise. I've been uh, living in Los Angeles for about 27 years. I moved here from Chicago, Illinois. I came here with the hopes and dreams of working in the music business, and I did for several years. Uh, I then had a daughter and then had two more very quickly, it seemed. I had three daughters under the age of five, what seemed like no time. What she's leaving out right now is allegedly all three of these daughters are also mine. They are. Uh, I met James. She's sticking to that story. I am. I met James here in Hollywood, California, legitimately Hollywood. In Hollywood, we were we were at a bar. Largo. <laughs> Cafe Largo, which is actually the name, the middle name of one of our daughters in commemoration of, uh, of meeting there. So, uh, yes. So I had uh, three little ones under the age of five quite quickly and um, became a house mom for a little while, then started uh, working as a personal assistant for uh, several families in Beverly Hills. It was a great part-time job that allowed me to take my kids to school, bring them back, and make dinners for them. Uh, Then as of the past seven years, I started doing permanent makeup, which is beautifying the face with tattoos for women. I know it sounds crazy what woman is going to get a tattoo on their face, but they do and they pay a pretty penny for it and I'm very good at it. So I she is. I own a day spa here in Los Angeles and um, that is what I have been doing up until a few weeks ago when we decided that we were going to sell our home and take it out on the road and try to find a new house, new home, or whatever it may look like uh, for our family. So uh, this has been in the works for quite some time. I'd say for the past four years, we've been chatting about it, but then we actually did it. So we really did sell our home. We told our friends for quite some time we were going to do this. I don't think anyone believed us. They didn't us. believe us. They no. absolutely did not believe we would do it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we... Uh, we sold our home. So right now we are in the process of figuring out where we're going to go. I'm James. I moved here about 25 years ago. I met Denise a few years later. I still wasn't entirely sure I was going to stay in LA at that point, but I had just become a production assistant. When I met Denise, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't in a great way. Uh, in terms of you consistency, were fine. Stop. you were fine. It was fine. Now, the night I met Denise, 
uh, I was waiting on a paycheck to arrive in the mail, if you remember. I do. And I almost wasn't there that night to meet you. It so, is true. Uh, Thank goodness the mailman was on time. Without that money, we would have never met. So, <laughs> uh, you know, grateful for that. Uh, but uh, after that, I started working in the television industry. So I wasn't spending a lot of time at home. And she was raising our oldest daughter by herself. So long Literally story short. Literally single mom. People thought I was a single mom. I would go and have breakfast with her every morning at the local diner. And all those ladies were like, oh, she's doing this all by herself. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. Uh, but it seemed like she was. And I needed to make a change. We had a friend who offered me a position sort of running a post facility uh, since I had already been doing the managerial stuff. What's a post facility? A post facility is basically an office where there are several different editing rooms, uh, all cutting different uh, projects, commercials. I was personally doing overseeing a huge contract for a bunch of infomercials at the time, so it was really sexy stuff. The downside to that story, though, is I took a $60,000 pay cut, and so my wife went from crying that I was never home to crying that we were probably going to lose our apartment if I didn't figure out something really quick. So that is true. Suffice it to say, uh, <laughs> the red light was going off, and in the end, it worked out. I mean, I needed to boot my career. It wasn't even a reboot at that point. I hadn't been doing anything for particularly long. Uh, but in the end, it worked out. And uh, 22 years later, you are a full -fledged. I'm a full-fledged editor. I have about 110 credits uh, to my name. A lot of competition reality shows. If somebody's getting eliminated or crying and being sent off an island somewhere, chances are I've touched that footage. So <laughs> now one of the things that's really inspired us to like take this jump sell the house is that i don't have to go to an office down in hollywood or sit in an hour's worth of la traffic each way anymore we love it here but we knew that we could never retire comfortably uh la is a very expensive and he makes good money but we are not millionaires we're not even close to it so we had to figure out uh a retirement plan for us that would allow us to do the things that we like to do. We like to travel. We don't want to just sit in our homes and um, be cash poor because we have a fixed income now. And our daughters could never come back here and buy a home of their own. They could. Oh gosh, but what would, what would that look like? What would their careers be? Like they couldn't be a teacher or a social worker or even an accountant. I mean, maybe an accountant, but honestly, they had to have a very high powered job for them to buy a home here. All of that to say, LA was not the place for us to live together. We want to live within blocks, maybe a few miles. It wasn't going to be here. So we had talked about this for years. And then in 2019, uh, we had discussed how to pivot our careers. I could pretty much do what I do anywhere. But at that time, James could not. He is a television editor. His employers wanted to see him in the office. They pay you a good dollar. They physically want to see you. He had asked people several times, can I do this job from home? Can I work remotely? And the answer was always no. So in 2019, we had had several discussions about what could he do? Sure, he could be an editor in a, in a town overseas or in a town um, you know, a few states away. But it wouldn't be with the money he's making now. He could be an editor maybe on a um, news, a local news show. 
but what could he do to make the money he's making now? And after considering it and talking about it, he had mentioned coding, computer coding. He's really good at computers. He knows it inside and out and he enjoys it. So computer coding, well, heck, you can actually do that anywhere. But then the pandemic hit in 2020. So all of our thoughts of him becoming this master coder <laughs> <laughs> kind of fell by the wayside because what ended up happening and we were just honestly very fortunate um, and blessed, there's no other word for it, is that his job in 2020 where every other editor in this city was told to stay home without a paycheck he got very lucky that his employer at the time needed him to finish his job so they could air it on netflix i was one of the lucky ones that, that was time. it yeah i uh, mean so for, for a few months i was one of a handful of people that i knew that was still working uh, eventually the industry caught up and they pivoted and as they do uh, and all my friends went back to work, but I was really one of the fortunate ones early on that what just happened to be on a show that was finished shooting, but it not had been edited yet. So, uh, so yeah, when the shutdown happened in March of 2020 and everyone was told to go home and stay home people, his, his employer, when I say people, his employer was sending him computer equipment to remotely cut this show from home because their goal was to have it air by the summer of 2020. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, in so many ways, because everyone else was out of work, didn't have a paycheck coming in. And we were just fortunate to have a paycheck coming in because obviously I was in the I'm in the beauty business since my my yeah, business completely shut down. Mm -hmm. um, and then what that taught us and his employers, uh, he's a freelancer, was that we have to figure out a new way to work remotely. So it was really the pandemic that shifted everything for us. Mm -hmm. So the change of career no longer had to change. He could actually stay an editor, make the money he's making, but we could live anywhere. I mean, it opened up possibilities that we had not ever had before because yeah. it wasn't possible before. Everyone told you, no, you couldn't work remotely. So now we are in a situation where everyone is forced to work remotely. But with all that being said, we both had to think about how long this was going to last. So when 2021 rolled around, Neither one of us knew if they were going to call him back into the office. In fact, we both had a sinking feeling that they might. But then then it all took a turn when he said to me one day, hey, you know that company so-and-so? Well, they sold off all their office yeah. all their office space, and they were a big employer of his. And then another one popped up, and then another one, and pretty soon people were selling off or reducing their real estate footprint just so that their core production staff, their producers, the executive producer could, could go into the office if they wanted to, but they didn't have to keep 10 edit bays to cut a competition reality show anymore when they could just basically stuff all of those computers, all those edit bays into one or two rooms. He was also hearing, like he would tell me, oh my gosh, this producer is working from Wisconsin. This yeah. editor is working from Portugal. Somebody is somebody on a big show, like we're talking a, a really big name show, is working in Boston. So when he started hearing 
like murmurs of that, yeah. that really, sh- I, I mean, I'm talking for you, but I can say it shifted it for me where I knew for sure that he could still be an editor anywhere else in the country or yeah. the world for that fact. So why are we going to stay in LA now? As soon as that baby graduates high school, like my thought was, we're really legitimately out of here. Like he forget the coding classes, like you were gone and you're going to just continue what you're doing as long as you have a laptop. So far, so good. <laughs> but but we did take that ID on a few test runs. So let's tell them what yeah. we did. Okay. Okay. So uh, when I was hearing those murmurs and when my family was finally at the point where they were going to have emotional breakdowns because we, we were careful during the pandemic. We live in LA. It's a city with 11 million people. We had already done... I had already had a miserable sourdough experiment. (laughs) I had already, you know, Denise had, you know, Denise had made every cake in the, in in the book, in the cookbook at that point. And uh, we took road trips to go see the poppies that were an hour away. I mean, I really tried to keep them busy. They still had online school, but there was a lot of downtime and those weekends could turn into really long weekends. So cut to, um, September of 2020, we decided to take our little idea of a remote working on the road. And we booked our very first road trip three weeks from Los Angeles to Washington. So that meant a yeah. few days on the road going there, 10 days in Washington, and then a few days on the road coming back. We weren't going to rush it. No. And- we weren't. We would hit cities along the way. Uh, that was the first, you know, despite living here. For 20 plus years, Denise and I had never been to the Redwoods, never been up Avenue of the Giants, any of those beautiful places that Northern California has to offer, just so scenic. And that was a thrill. We uh, stopped off in a cabin. And when we rolled up that night, we realized quickly we were out in... It was like Jason. It was a lodge. (laughs) For all of you who know, Friday the 13th, it was literally the Jason cabin. It was was a uh, plywood lodge and there were no restaurants open when we pulled in after dark. That was a bad call on me. Um, It's fine. Lesson learned. You know, uh, we had a few sort of bad but good adventures along the way and... Uh, quickly, as we st- started sort of climbing the coast of Oregon, uh, I realized, oh, I had to get a few things uploaded for work. And I remember distinctly being really dismayed at a particular hotel we stayed at in it was Bandon. Yes. And uh, the hotel was great, but each, it was actually a motel, I guess, right? Technically, yeah, right. It wasn't because there were little tiny yes. chalets sort of lined up along the beach. It was beautiful. It was gorgeous. Horseback the- riding on the beach. We saw people yeah. horseback. It was incredible. But we did learn one really important lesson, and that is how necessary strong Wi-Fi is. Yes, for sure. <laughs> it was brutal. I was just trying to upload. I don't know, maybe a 10 gigabyte file or something like that. It chugged all night and I woke up like red face panic in the morning because it, something had happened. The the upload had failed. And well, that something was our Wi-Fi was horrible. So uh, cut to cut to <laughs> me kissing the kids. Good morning. In a Lego sweatshirt. Yeah. Or it was and so going chilly. to a coffee shop in Bandon. <laughs> Uh, you Sitting couldn't outside. you couldn't stay inside because no. it was still the pandemic. So, but there were picnic tables outside, and I basically ordered a cup of coffee, poached their Wi-Fi, sat at a picnic table, 
and prayed it wasn't going to like mist or rain or sprinkle or anything like that. But in the end, it all worked out. The minute that everything was uploaded, my people were happy. And the next thing you know, we were on our way up to Seaside. And yes. that went a little better. We had faster internet at that hotel, if I remember correctly. So, and that was a hotel. And, yeah. so, and then when we got to our Airbnb, he was sweating it out a little bit because there were specifics, I guess, that like now we know to ask. Yeah. And so that was our first foray. And so I don't know speed, but I can assure you on our fourth try, because at, you know it was our first one, it, we went to Chicago at one point. I knew exactly the speed yeah. to ask for. So um, yeah, so that one, he was, a, he was a little nervous, like, is this internet? Yeah. and the Wi-Fi at this home that we uh, that we Airbnb in Washington is it going to work so beautiful. but it did it was every it was worth it it was so worth it the kids uh, really enjoyed waking up every morning this place was cozy uh, and you know obviously Washington's a little cooler than Los Angeles so uh, they really loved taking class in their little snuggly slippers and their and their uh, the furry blankets and everything at this place that Denise picked out an amazing place for us to stay. And it did light a spark for us. I mean, since that time, since that first trip, I can say I've worked in about 10 other cities just in um, the last two years. So the whole working remotely thing has been more and more refined with every city that we go to. So that's been fantastic. I mean, I've worked out of Boston. I've worked out of I've worked out of Boise for nine days, right outside the foothills. So I could just start hiking up the mountains uh, at the top edge of Boise for a while, and that was great. I got to visit my oldest daughter there. I've worked out of Salt Lake City in Utah, visiting our other daughter. Had who's a in slight school. problem in Salt Lake with I the did. Wi-Fi, I and had that a was hitch. that wasn't on me either. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, I booked that trip myself. Yeah, I did. Uh, so I did have a situation situation and you know I don't want to it's our first episode so I don't want to get too gear heavy but uh, I will be giving spewing some information here and there for people who are like me who need a little bit faster internet to do their jobs as we go but suffice it to say I had to call one of those day workspaces uh, and and you know pay the $80 to go in and actually do my job that day to prevent from it, Let's just say the $80 I spent was worth it because I didn't lose my job. So, <laughs> Yay, uh, so, so that happy was about good. That. Like props, props for that. <laughs> props to them. Uh, and uh, but, you know, that that was the same week where I also worked out of a hotel in Boston. And it was amazing. I mean, I've done all these things now. Chicago. With, with we did Chicago kids. for 10 yeah, days. I've seen my uh so our youngest plays volleyball i've been to all of her major tournaments she played on a really great club team national champions plug plug yeah sunshine (laughs) volleyball club (laughs) if you're in la uh anyway uh so you know i've gotten to see celtics games i went to see the jazz which incidentally uh i was able to take my daughter and six of her friends for the same price to a jazz game that I would pay to take a buddy and myself just to see the Lakers play. I know. So, We're going to talk about L.A. prices, though. That later. was great. We'll do that later. <laughs> I'm getting off track, I know. So what we're, we're about to do, which I guess is really what we should start getting into at this yeah. point, is um, we are going to take those trial runs and make it real. We are. So uh, 
since we since he was able to make it work and he was able to keep his job and, <laughs> and have those uploads in a timely fashion uh we know now he can work anywhere so um as much as we love los angeles and we both have lived here for 25 years i've lived here for 27 i lived in san diego two years prior to that but anyway living in los angeles for as long as we have we we love it i mean we obviously there are things that you know like any city dweller you have uh things that annoy you or bother you or or wish weren't part of the city but overall we've lived here for 25 years uh if if it was more affordable and our daughters could live near us we would stay but those two things have um given me the desire to move now i know that james has his own uh thoughts on that so okay when we uh when people ask me why i'm moving i can always tell them the two reasons i just stated here i can't retire here comfortably and i want my daughters to live near me but for you <laughs> what is your why like why do you want to leave because would you would you stay i just want to run like the pony wants to run i just want to get out when i was a kid i you know, we, we lived on sort of a big plot of land and there was a, a highway that ran through half of it. And I would just stand there at the fence, like with my friends smoking Marlboro Reds and I <laughs> kind of saying, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, my dad's going to give me a job or, uh, you know, I'm going to go sell insurance with my aunt or what have you. And they would always ask me, what are you going to do? And I would just say, I'm getting the out of here you know and so even after I got to LA I decided well you know yes uh, I think I'm going to work in Los Angeles for a while but I always had that bug when people were saying oh I'm going on a shoot it's in Nevada for three weeks or I'm you know I got booked on a show in Yellowstone or wherever and I was like oh my god that's the life for me so uh, to you know sort of be where I am now and think about how for 25 years i've lived in the same place it's just kind of a head scratcher because i've always been like let's go let's go let's go and i'm fortunate that you like to travel i mean you know if you were the type that just wanted to do martinis on friday night and you know that's which is all fine and good and you know sort of renovate a room in the house or whatever on the weekend I I, I don't know I mean I would feel I would feel a little oppressed probably. it's interesting because my family never traveled uh, I never grew up in a uh, in even extended family that traveled I mean getting on a plane was so extravagant growing up only wealthy people did it so um, for me to want to do this is interesting for myself I even think about that like I think to myself what has made me want to do this? Because I'll go on vacation with James. I'll go on vacation with the kids. Uh, but I don't know if I particularly have ever been that person that has said, I want to go here. I want to go there. I mean, even in our in our years of being together, I, I don't think I've ever said that. I don't generally even watch travel shows. But there was just something about the idea of exploring the yeah. world that was so enticing. And it wasn't scary. Um I feel like that at our age, we're still young enough to do the things that uh, we can't want to do. I don't know if we can at 65. I think that the age we are right now, we're still healthy enough. So the idea of traveling the country and the world isn't daunting. It isn't, it's, it's not daunting at all, especially for myself who I've never even 
thought of like doing something like this. I really haven't. I like to go on vacation. I've been to Europe twice. I've gone to Hawaii. I've been to Mexico several times, but it's just never been a thing. I don't watch the travel channel. I can't stress that enough. I don't ever watch it. So what am I doing on this trip around the world? Well, you don't want to do it vicariously. I mean, that's, that's the point. It's like, you want to do it for yourself. It's funny because a friend of mine told me about a show and I cannot remember the name of it, but I'm sure when I mention it right now, people will know exactly what I'm talking about, but it's a show where you go to other cities and as Americans and you can rent an apartment or buy a house. Um, it's international something, something that show actually made me feel like James and I could do this. And that was yeah. years ago. I mean, I think I was, I watched it a few times and I thought we could do that as long as we're both making decent money. Why couldn't we do that? Yeah. So all of that to say for me, not being a traveler, but wanting to live in a place that I can have my kids nearby and I can retire affordably and him being a nomad here we are <laughs> here, here we, we are. are skip town all-stars that's it so this is our shot and we're taking it we've had a lot of people tell us especially over the last two months as our plans became more and more public uh how much they admire what we're doing how sometimes they're a little bit jealous of what we're about to attempt and there are a few people that just told us we were outright nuts for even attempting it but uh we have one shot to do this we feel like we're uh you know where we can do it at the age we're at at the you know sort of in the financial picture where we're at i guess this brings us to what the trip is going to look like for our listeners uh, we're going to be dragging you along Seattle to the Keys. So we don't know where we're going to end up. When people ask us, hey, uh, you know, I heard you sold the house. Where are you guys headed? We say we don't <laughs> know. And they look at us. It's true. At first with shock and then bewilderment uh, because they're like, there isn't a plan. And we're like, no, I mean, we know what we kind of want in our next hometown Maybe, do we? I don't know. I, I don't know. We have an idea. Like, I have an idea. Like, oh, I ha you know what? If anybody's ever watched Gilmore Girls, <laughs> I keep saying okay. I want to live in Stars Hollow. Yeah. I keep saying I want to find Stars okay. Hollow. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, yeah. all I know is I want to live, I want to live where it's like, okay, I'm going to say this right now, but it could very well change. I want to live where it's slower paced, where everyone knows your name, where um, but I could have a breakfast for ten dollars for one person if that's even possible which i think it is um i don't know where i just love where i live and i'm happy when i wake up every morning all right well i want to live where it's all sexy people so <laughs> we're gonna have to navigate those two thoughts okay. i think we, we, can, we can find that i'm <laughs> yeah. sure we can find that we can find gilmore girls meets uh i don't know anyway uh yeah so uh we have to get our youngest up to seattle that we have to do. Yes. So we have a hard out. So our hard out is to have her in school by the date she is supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess the next question that we should probably discuss, which everyone asks us, is how are we doing this? I mean, physically, how? Like, are we driving? Are we flying? Yeah. And then the how did you do it financially? Those are the two hows we get every time. So do you want to discuss? Yeah. I mean, well, I'll start with financially because it seems to be like where, where, what I'm most responsible for in the whole thing. Uh, and that is uh, financially, I will say I, after 22 years of hardcore 
getting after it in terms of booking jobs as a freelancer. Denise will tell you, I've only had maybe three or four periods of downtime in those 22 years. That's accurate. One or two of them was on purpose, but a couple were not. Other than that, I've been on this paper chase for so long. So Okay, he's legit a workaholic. Like, just call it what it is. I have a lot of kids, people, and it's a very <laughs> expensive city, all right? So I, my rationale is that. But I, I, I want to basically take the next two months off or three months off, whatever that magic number is, until we get literally from Seattle to the Keys. Uh, and then I think at that point... We'll well, we're not going to take three months to get from Seattle to the Keys. We're, we've just taken six weeks to do that. But he, right, like it's only takes six weeks for us to do that. But you're saying you want to take three months off because guess what? We have many other things we're going to do. Oh, yeah, we do. We do, for <laughs> sure. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to take, uh, take a little time off for sure. And that, in terms of working remotely, has no bearing. I mean, literally, that's going to be, that's going to be on the uh, liability side of the, <laughs> of the financial spreadsheet. Um, but how are we able to do this? Because we're not independently wealthy. No. Um, again, I've stressed it. We're not millionaires or even close to it. So you have to have a financial game plan as to how are you going to travel. And the goal is that he wants to be retired for semi-retired six months he wants to work six months off so yeah. how can a person or a couple like ourselves who are just average people with three kids all in college who don't make a million dollars how are we going to work only six months out of the year and how are we getting to all of these places are we flying are we driving what are we doing so yeah. back to finances how did we do it? How are okay. we funding this? Well, uh, a couple things. First off, our oldest daughter is no longer on the payroll. She graduated college. She's the most expensive kid oh, by far. Uh-huh. And she has a job working in Corpus Christi. She hasn't asked me for money in over three weeks. It's been amazing. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> so that that's the longest. It is the longest. Oh my gosh. Okay. So first off, we have four people that we're providing for. So that helps. We have one <laughs> less person, right? Uh, we still have two that we need to get for co uh, through college. Um, uh, the biggest thing is we sold our house and we decided we could have tried to hold on to our house in the LA market, which is nuts. Everybody will tell you there's a housing shortage, real estate prices, even with you know, interest rates currently at the, as, at the time of this recording, you know, rising and threatening to rise again. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a limited inventory in a place where a lot of people want to move or raise a family or have a house, basically. So uh, we basically put our house up on the market and decided with the proceeds of the house, we're going to be debt free. That's the biggest thing for me. Uh, you know, I obviously still have to pay for my other two to get through college and whatnot, but I can do that on my income if I have a smaller mortgage and no debt. So that's that's kind of our picture at the moment. And so, we did discuss that. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you and I should share with the audience that he and I did go back and forth because the other option was renting our home. We can get a good dollar for it if we Airbnb it. But for us financially it didn't give us the freedom that we wanted so everybody is different but when you look at something yeah. like this and you want to try to do something like this you have to figure out financially how can you do it and for us it was selling our biggest asset which was our home yeah 
Yeah, for sure. And so we're basically spending money. We were basically we were basically putting money into our house to beautify it after all those years, just so somebody else could enjoy it. But we the the eye on the prize for us was we'll have no credit card debt. We have no car payments. We will only have to pay for our two daughters' tuition. And uh, eventually we'll have to pay for what we hope will be a much smaller mortgage in another place. And, you know, somewhere where our kids are sort of accessible to us by an hour drive or an hour or two flight, at least regionally close to our children. So the proceeds from the house paid off all our debt and we'll also pay for our travels our little jaunts around and the for, country uh, you to, for a couple months and for you to be semi-retired for as long as you want to be yeah and for me to not go back to i own a business uh i'm gonna take a small a pause on that i still have a lease uh but my lease is very um is very uh, manageable so i haven't decided yet what i'm gonna do but i yeah. I, I made it manageable enough where I can travel with him, sell my home, and figure out my lease later. So, um, so for us, selling the house worked in our favor. Now, we don't recommend that for every person because maybe you don't have the debt, or maybe you have other avenues of income that won't, you know, uh, that won't be an option. You don't have to sell your house; you can rent it. I yeah, mean, you I'm, were good boys and girls, and you didn't go into debt like we did. Uh, you know, early we had a on, lot I mean, of fun. I mean, we were digging. Our, we did have a lot of fun early in our marriage, uh, just you know, getting into debt, and so uh, not so much fun in our uh, in the past decade trying to get out of it. But uh, the the sale of the house was sort of the icing on the cake that allowed us to finally like knock it all out once and for all. So uh, making headway is great, but you have to be patient and it takes time that we didn't want to spend anymore. We'd no. rather spend that time on the road. So that is very true. We didn't know. want to spend any more time. I mean, a friend of mine actually said, wow, you're so young. You still have several years of work in you and you could always get a better price for your house five years from now. Why would you wait? When she said that, it was immediately I knew James and I had made the right decision on selling our home because the thought of waiting five more years, what if I get sick? What if People I hurt myself? People never do it. People never do it. You say, oh, I'm going to do it in a couple years and they never, ever and do it. And how much more am I going to get from my house in five years? I mean, a couple hundred thousand? No way. I want to get started with my life. So for us, this worked. This just worked for us. We sold our home and we are going to take the proceeds and spend our time traveling, checking out all the states, maybe even other countries along the way to see where yeah. we want to live. So um, that's- and, there, and there'll come a point where, you know, I'll like raise the red alert and say, okay, it's time to go back to work and start earning. So that'll happen within a few right, months. Because the money will run out eventually. Yeah. It doesn't and last I just, forever. I don't, you know, we also, uh, we have the opportunity to actually have money saved and working for us now after the sale. So true. obviously we don't want to just rifle through it. No, we do not. We absolutely some that is saloon not the goal. in Tennessee somewhere. So that would be fun. <laughs> it would be a blast. But I mean, come on. But yeah, we still have to be responsible as hard as it is. Because yeah. I don't want to be responsible. I really don't. But we I've have already, to be. Yes, I've already got the fallback line. Like I've got the what do they call it when the fire line? I've got the fire line. <laughs> he does. And so does. when we start approaching that, uh, you know, I will be more inclined to take uh, jobs again. But and what's the beauty of this is that he can just reach out to somebody and say, hey. Do you have any work and that work could be 
three weeks or three months. And he can decide. So we can literally look yeah. at our finances and say, all right, if we want to travel a little bit longer, I may have to stop down in Budapest. I may have to stop down in Indiana, <laughs> in Indiana okay. uh, or whatever. Like Indiana. And, and just work for a few months. But that's okay because we'll be in a different state and we can meet the locals and we can look at yeah. properties. I mean, there's so many great things that we can do uh, during that time if he has to put in a few hours. It's just an excuse to stay in Iowa City for a few weeks instead of a few days. It's you know? true. Yes. And really, uh, you know, when you're going to make a, 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 a sort of choice on what your new situation is going to be in a new hometown, you kind of need to be there for more than a day or two. So the whole work live thing that we're going to attempt in all these different towns, cities all over the world. You can uh, be a tourist, but to really get a feel for a city, you have to be a yeah. local for a little while. You need a little time to fall in love, I think. So we address the how we made this happen for ourselves mm -hmm. financially. Now the question is, which everyone asks us after the how financially is, how physically, like how are you going to move your entire house around the country? What are you going to do? Are you going to get an RV? I get that question all the time. Are you going <laughs> to tow like your furniture? What are you doing and how are you doing it? Well, okay. So for starters, uh, you have provided the how we're going to get out of this house by uh, making sure that there was a pod in the driveway uh, so that's being delivered. We will load up that pod. We are sending it to your brother's house <laughs> My poor in brother. Florida. I think because, I should call him and let him know. Yeah, you should. Uh, we know we're going to go to the Keys, which means we're eventually going to travel through central Florida. That's where Denise's brother lives. So it, rather than hiring movers, as you uh, smartly pointed out, who break all your things and where you have to show up at exactly the moment the truck rolls up, uh, we don't have a destination at the moment for them to roll up to. So, uh, pods.com, we don't get paid by them. Not it's not a sponsorship or what have you, but if you are interested in moving your stuff across the country and are willing to load it yourself, uh, it's a great situation where you can fill up this pod. They'll truck it across the country for you and even store it in a warehouse until you arrive to get your things. So, you have to pay a monthly storage fee. So uh, that's what we've decided to do while we're sort of meandering around the country. He left out the most important part. What are we bringing with us? Oh, what are we bringing with us? We're selling everything, people. We're selling everything. We're bringing our bed. We're bringing some things. Our my clothes. We're bringing some <laughs> things my kids drew in like third grade. Uh, we're bringing my guitars, which I hardly ever get a chance to play. Uh, what else you are we bringing? Clothes. I know. That's it. Oh, yeah. I Literally. guess so. I don't he's, know. He's talking I can, about <laughs> I can fit all my clothes in our in my roller bag. So other than a few suits, uh, I hope we don't get invited to any weddings by some of the town folk we meet along the way. But uh, if we do, then I will definitely be a little underdressed because I'm not bringing any of that it's stuff. It's true. We're not bringing anything. We're not even bringing our cars. So no. we're selling everything. We're selling every piece of furniture minus our one bed because it's only a couple years old. We bought it right before the twenty. Guys got to sleep, you know. And we're bringing our important papers. That's it. That's all we are bringing. We are getting rid of everything. Yeah. Well, you kept the KitchenAid. So oh, I know that was expensive. My aunt is really happy you did that, Aunt Janet. She's <laughs> very. She said she would take it with her wherever she went. And to, I kept so. the Williams Sonoma waffle maker. Okay. Go. 
Because <laughs> that was another really Yeah, nice... that was my birthday gift was having to make waffles for the kids every time they have somebody over. But anyway. Um... Yeah, so we yeah. are putting our important papers, our clothing, uh, and our bed in a pod. Yeah. And, and we've already given tons of stuff away to the mission. Uh, we have friends that are coming to help us this weekend. Uh, Aaron and Brett, thank you so much uh, to Yay. help us sell off some of this stuff, the remaining stuff. Uh, like our the couch. kids are going to be crying next week. There's going to be nowhere for them to sit. There's going to be no television for them to watch. They can cry Euphoria while they're sitting on a beach on in Greece. Okay? Yeah, they yeah. They can be crying while they're sitting on a beach in Greece in six months. I know, right? <laughs> so... Uh, that's kind of, you know, uh, that that's how, that's how we're getting out of L.A. So I guess that's the most important thing. And then. Uh, but we don't have our cars. We're selling we don't our, have cars our cars, too. So how do we, how are we getting from Los Angeles to Seattle? Okay. We're renting a van because. <laughs> minivan. Minivan. We're renting a minivan. Uh, it's the only way we can fit our daughter, her stuff she needs to take to college, our stuff we need to take to do podcasts in addition to just our regular things that we need to do when we're traveling around. Oh, and by the way, we're taking our 80-pound boxer with us. <laughs> so everybody who has been asking me at parties or at fi final farewell get-togethers, yes, we are taking the dog. We are not monsters. Wherever I go, she can tell you that dog comes too. So it is the dog funny is coming. When people ask, when people ask, what, are you taking the dog? Yeah. I, what, what, am I going to leave the dog? Yeah. What are you, no, we're going to take her to the pound. Like, what do you think? And so, uh, although, you know, in fairness, the reason they ask is because there are jerks who do that kind I of know. thing. It's so. terrible. But we would not do that to poor Roxy. No we way. love her. Okay, so really quick, I get this question constantly, and maybe you can answer it for our viewers, uh, uh, listeners. Why are we not doing an RV? What are we doing? Exactly. Uh, Explain to what well, we're doing. I feel like if we rent an RV, we're just going to spend all the proceeds from our house in gas because they only get like eight miles an hour uh, to a gallon. And we're not really RV people. I mean, you're kind of like, like for the time that I've known you, you've always booked like sort of like you can have a fancy hotel and you're great there. But you're really like you chase these one of a kind hotels. I do. It you is really true. do. And so, uh, why would we not want to experience all those Agreed. along, like along the way? Like uh, I remember when we got married, our honeymoon was in this quaint bed and breakfast that you took me to. And so, um, for me personally, I like a great Airbnb. I don't always luck out. I've had a few bad ones, but for the most part. I've gotten pretty good. Uh, Denise will tell you I'm amazing when it comes to Yelp reviews and like studying the algorithm of a particular restaurant. I'm approaching that level on Airbnb. I have a little ways to go yet, but uh, we will trend toward those two things. Uh, one of a kind hotels and uh, Airbnbs. Sleeping in an RV is just doesn't appealing. feel good it to us. It wasn't appealing yeah. at all. I mean, so. I know there are beautiful RVs and... Uh, no, like I wasn't even, I'd rather honestly yeah. just get the minivan and go from a hotel or Airbnb uh, rather than doing an RV. Just, I'm not an RV person. There's no way. I just am not into yeah, it. Yeah, and I think ultimately, you know. And, and, You're really and, limited in an RV. You get stuck you in RV are, parks. And, you and know, I want to explore a city. It's just been done so many times on like YouTube and like I appreciate you know, the, the younger set that wants to like renovate an RV and go out on the road and like, that's all cool. And that's great. But 
the people we hang with, the, like I don't, I can't really think of too many people that would do that beyond a four Agreed. or five day trip, you know. Agreed. So uh, we're trying to hit a much different demographic because we are a different demographic. You know, I like to wake up in the morning while you're still snoring and <laughs> walk to get a cup of coffee and breathe in the air in a new city. I've done it in San Diego. I've done it all over the country. And that's how I, I, my, one of my best mornings traveling, I bring up San Diego is because, you know, you and the kids were kind of sleeping or milling around or getting ready or what have you. And I woke up, I got a cup of coffee, just started walking around the city. And before I realized it, I was at the very back of Petco Park where the Padres play. And I was like, the city's amazing. Like, this is so great. And it's, it's only 7.30 in the morning, and there's nobody here. And so for me, uh, that's just kind of like... And you can't do that if you're in an RV You can't park. do that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're just going to be, you know, you're going to hit another trail, or you're going to be walking past other RVs. And uh, I think, ultimately, we will find some sort of lodges at state parks. I know of a really good one. Yay, I, just did the, I just did the drive from Boise to Corpus Christi to move our oldest down there for her job. And we actually stayed at a funky little place in Fort Davis, but the owners were amazing. We got into town after dark, after all the sidewalks had rolled up and these people scrounged and found food for us that they were going to serve for breakfast <laughs> the next morning, just to make sure we had something to eat. That Those night. are the places I want to discover with you. Yes. I mean, honestly, so, that's the whole idea of doing this is to discover cool people and cool places we're going to start in los angeles we're going to start in los angeles we're going to hit northern california somewhere i have a personal friend russell who (laughs) is uh who's already made the jump moving out of los angeles and has still been able to work uh living out of rural washington he lives just over the river from portland and he's been doing it for, I'm guessing, I would be putting words in his mouth, but I'd say at least five or six years now. Loves it. Well before the pandemic. Bought a drone, shows off the drone in his amazing hometown. And so uh, I can't wait to meet with him. We're going to meet with him along the way. And then uh, we will get our daughter to Seattle. I have, I'm in charge of planning Seattle. You get Salt Lake City. Yes. Yeah, so our stop after Seattle will spend... I think we're going to spend 10 days in Seattle, and then we will head over to Salt Lake City, Utah. That will be our second stop. We're yep. going to help our second daughter on our second stop uh, move in to her <laughs> middle new child syndrome. <laughs> uh, we try not to treat her like a middle child, though. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think we she's do, the but... smartest one by far. Ah, so she oh my is. gosh, the other two would just she die. Is. She knows. Okay, um, but <laughs> so we are going to help her move into her uh, apartment. She is moving out of her college dorm. And we will spend another probably 10 days there in Utah. And I will plan the Utah visit. So I'm excited yeah. about that. And then from there, I have some ideas. And then from there, we have a list of uh, places, uh, Santa Fe, Sedona. Uh, obviously, we want to hit as many cities in Texas. I've never been to Because oh, we're Dallas. heading to Texas. So we're, we are going to be heading to Texas. We do have to go visit daughter number one. We're going to end up in Corpus Christi after hitting the Houstons, the San Antonios, the Austins, the Dallases, maybe even a sneak through El Paso. Um, we'll see how that goes. And then after spending some time with her, we're looking at winding around. I personally want to hit Oklahoma city. 
you've never been to New Orleans. I have. I can't wait for you to taste the food there and just watch the look on your face because it's amazing. Um, and just get the vibe there. A little Zydeco for everybody. It'll be fun. And then sort of eventually wind our way around the panhandle, uh, around the Gulf. And then, like I said, we have to check on our stuff at some point in Central <laughs> Florida. And, oh, by the way, we'll go golfing with your brother and sister-in-law, uh, my sister-in-law, uh, uh, around that time. And then eventually we're going to drag them down. I got a couple spots I want to hit in Miami. And I think we're going to actually try and get to the Keys for a couple weeks and drag them with us. So... So, yeah, so a the, lot planned. And then we have Mexico after that. But that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the start will be L.A. And we will we I have given ours us collectively. We've talked about it six weeks to make it from yeah. Los Angeles to central Florida. Uh, and, you know, I think that should give us enough time. I mean, this is the first time James and I have ever done this. So we're learning along the way. Um but I think six weeks should give us plenty of time to hit all the cities that we want to hit from uh, Los Angeles to the Keys of Florida. Yeah, yeah. And really, I mean, that should all give you a great sense of who we are, where we're coming from. We hope you like us. We hope you want to see us or give us tips. Uh, it's been sort of a wondrous thing putting this podcast together and really the genesis was just a few friends who are already doing podcasts we'll get into them later uh but and they're kind of big names but uh <laughs> just a little <laughs> but we're gonna tease you with that and yeah. uh we'll actually be making an appearance on one of their shows soon enough um, but you know, in the meanwhile, we've just been so inspired that people were inspired by us they talking are. about it and doing it. And yes. so it's like, now I feel like I'm sort of wearing their uniform as we <laughs> march into every little town and just sort of their hopes and dreams of what they would expect, you know, uh, Santa Fe to be like, or what have you. And obviously, uh, we're going to be taking tips and recommendations. And if you have any bizarre sort of, uh, you know, experiences, experiences or tourist traps or what have you that Cheryl. you absolutely think you should, we should check out. I've never been to Roswell. I've heard weird things. And so, uh, maybe, are we, are we going to Roswell? Maybe. I don't know. We haven't figured out who's playing in New Mexico yet, but, okay. uh, we'll get to that. And, uh, uh, just, you know, hit us up. Uh, you can find us at skiptownallstars.com. And you can find this podcast anywhere on Apple, Spotify, all the majors. And we look forward to bringing you more episodes. I'm going to wrap it up for myself. But if you have parting thoughts, I'd love for you to share what our listeners have in store for them in the coming weeks and months. Well, you have in store for you all of our mishaps. Because <laughs> there's <laughs> going to be quite a few. All of our great experiences because i'm hoping there will be many yeah so basically i just want to share with everyone uh kind of the do's and don'ts and like on our travels because uh like we've never done this so this yeah. is something new we're we're not travel experts we're literally two parents hitting the road and i can't wait for us to share with you our next adventure which is going to be getting this pod loading okay. the pod is gonna suck so we'll we see we have our clothes and papers how hard can it be we don't i mean we said that but i don't think that's true we'll i'm looking around anyway uh we will catch you guys next week thank you for joining us we hope you stick with us because there's a lot to come i promise <laughs> <laughs> bye 
Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. 